0: I always love the Christmas season. For me, going and looking at Christmas lights is a fun thing. I remember when my boys were little, they used to hate it. I'd want to put them in the car. After Christmas Eve service, I'd always have to drive through Storybook Lane. And I would do what every parent does. We would stop at every nursery rhyme and we would read the nursery rhyme. I would tell the same story about remembering that nursery rhyme and those kind of things. But Christmas lights, there's something exciting about Christmas lights, aren't there? Whether it's on your tree and you watch them sparkle or you drive by homes that put out elaborate light displays. All through this Christmas season, we have been talking about the colors of Christmas. But we come to Christmas Eve, and we come face to face with a reality that without light, the world is colorless. The reality is that Christmas is all about a light that came into this world that changed everything. I love all of the gospel accounts of Jesus' birth. We've read several of them this morning through the praise team and listened to them. You've probably spent time throughout the course of your life reading Luke chapter 2. But I am convinced that John chapter 1 may be the best gospel account of the Christmas story. Here is what John records. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came that all which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did not receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. And then we read these very famous words. The word, it became flesh, and he made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came for the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out saying, this is the one I spoke about when I said, he who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of the grace already given for the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who Him, who is himself God and is in the closest relationship with the Father, has made him known to us. This baby that we worship today has truly changed everything. This baby that we worship is the very presence of God in our midst. We begin to understand the truth as we read it through the pages of the book of John, where John says that the Word became flesh. The Godhead became flesh in that baby. Prior to his coming to the the earth, he was God, and after he came to the earth, he was still God. It's hard for our mortal minds to understand, but the truth is real. God in the flesh came to us some 2,000 years ago, and that's why we still gather and celebrate this, this holiday As we come around and we sing these songs and we worship the baby, we realize that it's God's presence among us. But the text goes on to tell us that this baby that changed everything was there from the very beginning. He was there in creation. From the pages of Genesis chapter one, when we read the creation story, we read that God made each thing on each day, and he said, it is good. But on that last day, on the sixth day, when he created male and female in our image, he said, it is very good. This baby, he was there when all of this took place. But he also understood what was going to happen. Because what did we do? In the perfection of God's presence in that garden, we chose to step away. But God chose to continue to help find redemption for us. This baby that we come and we celebrate today, that we worship today, he knew why he was coming into this world. After all that he had seen, all of the creation that he had witnessed and been a part of, all of the beauty of the perfection of being in God's presence, we messed up. But Jesus still came to bring us hope. This baby that changed everything becomes the light of the world. In the New Testament, the word light is used 72 times. It's spoken about in many different ways throughout the New Testament. But what's interesting to me is the Gospel of John uses it 33 of those 72 times. Most of the references that John uses is about it exposing the reality of sin that is all around us. But I think in truth, John does a masterful job of combining the truth that the light exposes sin with the reality that hope is found in the light. It's important for us to remember a couple of things this Christmas season. The first is this, the darkness that is all around us in this world all of the negative things that we could focus on this holiday season, the darkness cannot be overcome by the light. The light is always brighter than the darkness. And the second thing is this, all of that darkness, it cannot begin to comprehend the reality of the light. Today, we celebrate this baby that changed everything. The very presence of God that came to earth in bodily form in the person of Jesus Christ, in that baby that was born in the manger. He came to expose the reality of sin. But most importantly, he came to offer salvation for all who believed in him. Why? Because the reality is this. Light is all wrapped up in love. We share Christmas gifts. We exchange all of these things. Tomorrow morning, kids will be excited as they run into the living room and they see the Christmas gifts under the tree and they will tear into those. But the reality is what we celebrate today, the birth of a baby, is the ultimate gift love wrapped up in bodily form when we seek jesus we find the greatest gift of love i love these words from first john chapter four where we read dear friends let us love one another for love comes from god For our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and our love is made complete in us. So today, we need to recognize that in the manger, Jesus became God in the flesh. But we can't get far without recognizing that manger led to the cross. And on the cross, Jesus became our atoning sacrifice. This baby that we worship today is a baby that came to die so that you and I might have eternal life. God became man to become our sin so that we might have eternal eternal life so today in these next few hours as you look at all of the colors of Christmas you get excited as you watch the Christmas lights maybe you drive through storybook lane you look at your Christmas tree and all of the beauty that surrounds us don't miss the light that brings the color to Christmas Don't miss Jesus. Our servers are going to come and begin to um, offer communion elements. I ask that you take them and hold them. And as this music is played, after it, we will share communion together.